Trader Howie returned in a massive way on Monday as the Eagles have now traded for Kevin Byard from the Tennessee Titans. Our recap coming up next right here on the Locked On Eagles podcast. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the promo code LOCKDOWNNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Louis DiBiase, Gino Camilleri joining you on this Tuesday edition of the show, which we are releasing early because we've got some breaking news. The Philadelphia Eagles have landed a star safety in former Tennessee Titan Kevin Byard for a fifth-round pick, a sixth-rounder, and safety Terrell Edmonds. And Gino, we've been saying this for a while now, since Chauncey Gardner-Johnson left in free agency that safety is the missing piece right now, the hole that they're kind of winning in spite of instead of winning with or winning because of. And the Eagles have Super Bowl aspirations. Howie Roseman did not sit on his hands. He got a stud who I think fits really well in this defense, and now it's full go. I don't feel like there's a significant gaping hole in this roster anymore. Why we were so upset about losing Chauncey Garner-Johnson boiled down to who Chauncey was as a player and what was he. It was a playmaker. It was a difference maker. It was clear those games when Josiah Scott wasn't was in the game rather for Chauncey Garner Johnson that you didn't have that element. And in the Super Bowl, even having that star safety when the rest of the defense didn't show up, he played exceptional. That role is so pivotal in today's Huge. NFL. You look at the Minka Fitzpatrick's, look at Buffalo. They invested in two of these guys over the last seven years in Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. Having these guys like Kevin Byard, who have excelled even on some bad Tennessee teams, what that can do for this Eagles team when the front is getting there much like it was last year, but where's that center fielder to go and get that football? Well, folks, he just arrived in the form of Kevin Byard, all four, and I will say this as slow as possible, a fifth-round pick, a sixth-round pick, and Terrell Edmonds. Yes, Terrell Edmonds. Gino, that's less than what he gave up for Jannard Avery in 2019 and Robert Quinn last year. That's a steal. It's a steal. Now, we're going to be joined by Tyler Rowland later in the show. Locked on Titans. Is it a situation where other teams weren't looking to go and get Kevin Byard? Is it it that Howie Roseman is just the guy that is willing to make those moves or was that just a substantial enough deal to get it done? Regardless, you didn't mortgage the future. You now fix a position that you had bodies, but frankly, did you, the guys weren't healthy. They weren't on the football field and uh, no fault to their own. Reed Blankenship gets blindsided. Sidney Brown's out with a hamstring for four weeks. Well, now you got a guy who is an iron man does not get off the field yeah, he's and never he's missed a, a game, difference you know? maker. He's a difference maker. That's what he is. He's going to come into this defense and patrol that back end. He's mm-hmm. going to be like a shark in the water. And when he smells blood, i.e. a turnover, an interception, that's our guy. You saw what happened in that Jets game last week where they're down yeah. minus four in the turnover differential. What saved you yesterday? 
or the day before Darius Slay making a big play. Well, what if you had another guy that can make a big play? That's Kevin Byard. Exactly. And he's a versatile player. He can play all across the formation, did not give up much. And this was the move that Howie Roseman, I think, messed up this offseason, was not keeping CGJ. And I think he made up for it in a huge way. I just love that he didn't want to sit on his hands and there was a hole and he needed to fill it. And now the Eagles have optionality at safety, Gino, right? When Reed Blankenship comes back, you've got Sidney Brown healthy now. Now you've got Kevin Byard. You can use some guys in the slot, play some in the box. If you want to use too high, you know, cover one. I feel like you can mix and match these three players. You can run more defensive back heavy sets. Whereas before this, because you were already thin at safety to begin with, and then all the injuries, you were just desperate for bodies in the secondary to the point where you're throwing Josiah Scott out there. You're grabbing Bradley Roby from the streets. Eli Ricks is playing in the slot, although he played really well on Sunday night. I mean, they were desperate. And now to get a player of this caliber, even at 30 years old, if he's not the same guy that had eight interceptions and led the league in 2017, or even if he's not the two-time all-pro player he once was, he's a massive upgrade for what this Eagles team has on paper. And again, for a five of six in Edmonds, who was clearly a liability. I think, Gino, what sparked this trade was how he's seeing Edmonds not be able to help out James Bradbury on Sunday night against Tyree Kill and said, we've got to make some changes. So it's a low-risk, high-reward move, and that's what he's done at the deadline before, and it has really helped in the past. Jay Ajayi, Golden Tate, some of them haven't worked in the past, like Jannard Avery and Robert Quinn, but I just love that Howie is always willing to be aggressive and use trades a main way of building this roster, and he is the guy still. It's why his nickname is Trader Howie, because this is his game. I wouldn't necessarily say that Terrell Edmonds sparked it, rather was the no, straw. No, but I'm sure it was the last straw. Back. Yeah, sure, yeah, absolutely. Sure. We're... Beat reporter Josh Talentino reported last week that yes. Howie Roseman and his team, they saw what happened in that Jets game. They saw that they were lacking bodies, and they said, we need to go scour what is out there and try and find an impact guy and not just going and signing Bradley Roby off the street or bringing Makai Gardner in yeah, no and draft their rookie. They're not settling. They're finding a way to improve, and this isn't just a money-is-in-the-crumb type of move. This is a big-time – this is a two-time – multiple-time all-pro safety who can play in a cover-six defense where they're going to run quarter, quarter, half. So if he's on the half field, he's going to be a cover-one high type of safety that's going to have to patrol half the field. And he can also be a versatile piece where if you saw what Sean Desai did against the Dolphins, the look you got pre-snap was not the look you got post-snap. And you're very limited, and they tried to do it with Terrell Edmonds, but he's just not that guy. Justin Evans isn't that guy. No. They're starting to get the guys that fit, the guys that philosophically are what the coaches are looking for. And what Howie Roseman understands is what his coaches need. And I feel like the Golden Tate move, why that move didn't work out, was just a difference in philosophy yes. and coaching. This move with Kevin Byard is a match made in football heaven. You couldn't have asked for a better player to fix a bigger role for a cheaper cost and help this defense in a way that mm -hmm. they haven't had. And, you know, we talked about it before off the show, too. Like, who could they trade for? Is it a corner? Is it a safety? But I think safety always made the most sense because now it kind of checks more boxes than if you would have brought in a corner, right? And you still could. You could trade mm -hmm. for, like, a, if Kenny Moore is available or Jalen Johnson. Like, how he could still 
not be done. He only gave up a five and six. There's still draft picks that he can move for other positions, but safety had the best value, I think, when it comes to the amount of good players available, like a Kevin Byer, Justin Simmons, Buda Baker, Jeremy Chin before he got injured for what it was going to cost, and these versatile players that can play inside and deep. That checks more boxes than if you would have just brought in a traditional slot corner. And I'm not saying that Kevin Byer is going to be now your starting slot, but if he's someone that plays deep now, or you can move him in the box, you can now play Sidney Brown in the slot like he did against Tampa Bay, and Reed Blankenship can move around the formation more. He's a really good tackler that can come down Hill more now maybe it just gives you more optionality and I want that in the defensive backfield I don't want to have to feel like I have to rely more on you know linebackers and undrafted kids at corner just you don't want to have to do that when you're a Super Bowl contender it can work for a bit yeah it's not sustainable you can get by with it but I don't want to get by when you're again when you're going for a Super Bowl no, and, th- and that's been our one criticism of the yes. Eagles the first seven weeks was up until yesterday, you were just getting by. Like, you we were, were skating about that. by. You and me both had concerns. When they let both CGJ and Marcus Epps walk, we were a little concerned. I'm glad you brought Marcus Epps up because I was going to throw him in there in the discussion. Yeah. You're losing two guys that not two. just were they playmakers, but, I mean, they're smart. Like, they hit their fit. They were in the right place. I mean... Terrell Edmonds making that boneheaded play where, yeah, he has to step down because Zach Cunningham is blitzing, so he has to become the cover down. But, dude, it's like it's Tyreek Hill. It's like you know the vertical is the threat here. And I think Kevin Byard, above everything, he's a very smart player. He's instinctual. He's not an unbelievable athlete, but he makes up for it in terms of being in the right place at the right time. And I think you just hit it on the head with what you said that he's going to be on the field the whole time. They give up a four for a situational pass rusher in Gennard Avery and yeah. a guy like Robert Quinn. And now you're getting a full, he's going to be a hundred percent snap player the rest of the season. I was going to say, Gino, I think this isn't the best player that how he's traded for in recent years, just when it comes to actual trades, because then you have to throw in Darius Slay, DeAndre yeah, Swift, AJ Brown. But when it comes to like the caliber of player he's acquired at a deadline, this is the best player he's gotten since Jay Ajayi in 2017. Even like his PFF numbers, not that that's biblical, but eighth in coverage this year, according to PFF, 15th overall graded safety. Like that's a good player still, even again, if he's not that two-time All-Pro. And is it? interceptions are going to be what comes into play. And I would yes. set the number right now for the rest of the season, like three and a half interceptions I'll minimum. Yeah. I think that's going to be a huge part. That's going to help out the offense a lot too. Gino, we'll get into that coming up next as we continue to recap a huge trade from the Philadelphia Eagles, acquiring Tennessee Titan safety, Kevin Byard for a fifth rounder, a sixth rounder and safety Terrell Edmonds guys. Today's show is sponsored by LinkedIn jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. They help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Head over to LinkedIn, add your job, and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions, they make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs, they help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. Again, that's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. 
Come to find out, LinkedIn, they were hiring, and the Eagles were on there, and they got Kevin Byard. And guess what? Kevin Byard most likely will be on prize picks next week where you can pick if he's going to have more or less than his respective amount of tackles that prize picks puts out there with their prize picks projection. Daily Fantasy Sports, made easy, made fun. We've been talking about it for nearly two years now. We go to them every single weekend to play daily fantasy sports. I can't wait to get in on Monday night football action tonight after we record. All you have to do, you pick two, two six players, two to six players. That's a nice little tongue twister. Say, are they going to go more or less than their prize picks projections? And guess what? You can win up to 10 times your money. If a player gets hurt, well, now they have a reboot policy that only prize picks has. And you could get in on the action today by going to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Once again, two to six players, more or less, prizepicks.com slash NFL. It's that easy to get on the action today. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Guys, football season is here, and Lockdown is kicking up our coverage with Lockdown NFL Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Lockdown will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern time on every Lockdown NFL YouTube channel, including our own. Hosts Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, all that and more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Lockdown NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern time on any Lockdown NFL YouTube channel. All right, Gino, let's continue to recap. A huge trade, Howie Roseman. He has brought in a safety the Eagles desperately needed in Kevin Byard, formerly of the Tennessee Titans. And I think this is going to help in a lot of ways. Of course, it's the missing piece, it feels like, on defense. As you mentioned, the defensive line getting there, now who can take advantage of you know, those turnovers, because the Eagles this year, they have 10 forced fumbles, which is second in the NFL, but they only have three interceptions. At this point, last year, Gino, they had 10. So that's an element that's definitely missing, and I think that's going to help the offense a lot, too, because this offense has showed that they can drive at will down the field, 10-plus play drives, killing 8 to 10 minutes a clock. But now if you're going to give them short fields where a defense is gassed and they have to go right back out there and play this offense – That's going to help a struggling red zone offense that is heating up a little bit, though. They did finish four of six on Sunday night against Miami. So this Kevin Byard move, because of the turnover angle, I think that really does help the offense, too. I think the whole goal of defense and special teams is to just help this offense be in a good position to succeed, really. And that's why I've been so hard on the special teams unit. They put them behind the eight ball a lot of the time, and... That's why it kind of is unfortunate for Sean Desai's defense, who is coming up with these big stops. But at the end of the stops, sometimes it's a punt, and that punt just puts it back to normal field position. But those interceptions, those game-changing plays, look at what Chauncey Garner-Johnson did, and look at how many times he changed the game for the Philadelphia Eagles last year. No, that's a great point. He took the field and flipped it. That's a huge a huge talking point when you're going against San Francisco, when you're going against Buffalo. I mean, at this rate, with the amount of interceptions a guy like Josh Allen is throwing and Dak Prescott, it's like, yeah, you prepared to go against these type of quarterbacks that are willing to put that ball out there, and you need a playmaker that is going to get it, and they haven't had that. Luckily for Darius Slay, he's been the one guy who has been there, but now you have a guy with Kevin Byard. Let Sidney Brown play the run. Let Reed play the run. Let Kevin Byard be that shark in the water. Let him sniff blood. Let him go find that ball. And we need you 
to put our offense in a position to succeed, succeed. And that is via short fields. And that is via winning the turnover battle. They lose to the jets minus four. I'll keep saying that if you're in those games where you're outgunned out, man, the offense isn't going right. Yeah. You're going to help them out by putting them in a position by getting some of these game changing plays and Kevin Byer, he's going to get, so, it, it's not just going to be interceptions, Lou. It's going to be pass breakups. It's going to be pushing a guy out of bounds when they make a catch where only one foot goes in bounds. He's just going to be in the right sure. place at the right time. And it's going to inevitably help the Eagles out in the long run when it comes to an offensive perspective. Yeah. I think him being a ball Hawk, or at least that's been his track record since 2017. Listen to these interception numbers since 2017, he had eight that year, which led the league. Then he had four, then five, one, five, four. So, I mean, he's averaging pretty much four to five interceptions a season, which is huge. And the Eagles had that from Chauncey Garner-Johnson last year, and they've had it in the past, i.e., you know, Asante Samuel. They've had ball hawks. But outside of CGJ, I mean, Gino, it's been a long time since they have had a player of this track record. Like, Darius Slay has a nose for interceptions, but, you know, he isn't, like, somebody that's consistently leading the league in interceptions. And I think that's mm -hmm. even more important this year, even as opposed to last year with CGJ, because last year the offense was not turning over the ball as much as they are this year. So it's going to help even more to have Bayard kind of even that out, because as you're mentioning, you were minus four in the turnover battle against the Jets. I think you're at, like, minus one or two on the year right now, whereas last year at this time they were at, like, plus 12. Mm -hmm. So Kevin, Kevin Bayard in that way can help settle the score, too, and help that out even more, because they are turning over the ball on offense, so the defense needs to kind of overcompensate a little bit while the offense works that out. And that's crazy to say for how good the defense has been, but it's yeah. the real life of – the Eagles right now, man, like they have the mission. And what is the mission? It's to go win a Super Bowl. And it's not going to be with undrafted free agents at premier positions. And no. un unfortunately, letting Marcus Epps and Chauncey Gardner Johnson go in your division in the NFC, there are some big time playmakers that can dominate the middle of the field. And you didn't have a threat that could take that middle of the field way away. Now you have multiple guys that can do that. I was saying, I you went really good now, man. Like Blankenship Brown and in uh, Bayard is a good trio. Oh, it's a good trio in terms of what you can do in pre-snap looks to post-snap yeah. rotations, who you can cover based on matchups. All of these guys are good tacklers. It's going to be so fun to see what Sean Desai can do and deploy with this defense. After a week where he puts together a master class, he's got to be laughing. He's got to go home to his wife and say, did you see yeah. what I did on national television? And they just made my job easier. Yeah. Like I've, I'm so happy they have him. And it's unlike... If they did it for Jonathan Gannon last year, it'd feel like Golden Tate with Mike Grow, where it's like, I don't know if that's actually going to work mm. because I don't know if it's going to fit. And in Gannon didn't even need Gannon anything. He was set up so well and he was doing less with more, whereas I think Desai's been doing more with less and now you give him more. So it's only going to help. Might not be done, dude. There's eight days before this deadline. I know. You got Julio Jones last week, Kevin Byard at safety now. Gino, they could still make a trade. It could be a safety, or I shouldn't say safety. It should be a corner, a running back. It could be another receiver. The good news is now, though, I'm feeling at peace with the move I feel like they had to make has been done, and now anything else would be icing on the cake. I'm not saying, because he only gave up a five and a six. He's still got plenty of capital to move if he wants to, but there's no move now where I'm feeling desperate. Whereas at safety, I was getting a little antsy. Me and you both were like, they need to do something here. Yeah, I quite literally was just freaking out watching guys yeah. like Derek Barnett have to line up over a tight end in coverage. And it's like, we can't bring somebody down because we don't have <laughs> enough safeties to go deploy out there in coverage. And yeah. now they're set up for success. The back end was clearly the liability when it came yeah. to the defense. Now it's full go, man. They're, I think they're set up.
or a fifth, sixth, and Terrell Ed- Like and Terrell this is Edmonds. you I hop mean, on the Madden and make this trade, and it's like maybe it's a yellow. It's not even a green. And he's got what? And, a, it's a small cap hit too, and he's under contract. Technically, I, mean, million, I know they yep. restructured, but it was through twenty twenty five. Yeah, it might be a hefty cap hit, but I think they yeah. can move some of that money around because the Titans did pay a lot of it up front. But they did, yeah. at the end of the day, even if you get him for shoot 10 games, 12 games, that's a hell of a trade. Howie Roseman, hell of a trade. Just keep making moves with the Tennessee Titans. He saw AJ Brown Always. dominate Sunday night and he's like, I should call her. I should call Tennessee again. And yeah, what are they doing this evening? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he called the time. And again, it's not, it's not the same you GM, up? but Howie, that's exactly what he did Sunday night. He texted, he made the you up text to the Tennessee oh, yeah. Titans. And it this time turned into Kevin Byard. So hopefully mm-hmm. they go two for two. Coming up next, we're going to get an inside look at this trade from the host of the Locked On Titans podcast, Tyler Rowland. What are the Eagles getting in Kevin Byard? We'll get into that coming up next right here on the Locked On Eagles podcast. And guys, today's show is sponsored by Game Time. You should not have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. For me, that's Eagles Bills Thanksgiving weekend. Cannot wait. Those Kelly Greens look so good on TV. I got to see them now in person. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy your tickets for Eagles games, for all sporting events, music, comedy. I've been really into comedy lately. Who doesn't love a good theater night as well with the wife? with the fam with killer last minute deals all in prices views from your seat and their best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets you can see the view from your seat before you buy them so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive all in prices show your totals up front so you know you're getting a great deal buy tickets in seconds with just two taps download the game time app today create an account and use the promo code locked on nfl for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account redeem the promo code locked on nfl for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed all right everybody welcome back into this tuesday edition of the locked on eagles podcast we are continuing to recap a huge trade for the philadelphia eagles before the 2023 nfl trade deadline acquiring tennessee titan safety kevin byard for a fifth round pick a sixth rounder and safety terrell edmonds joining us now on the show is the host of the locked on titans podcast tyler Rowland, who is rocking by the way a kevin byard jersey tyler thanks for joining us and uh you were telling us before the show big fan of kevin byard yeah, Kevin Byard's fantastic. I've been a Tennessee Titans fanatic for nearly 25 years now, and he's been my favorite player of all time uh, on and off the field. He's absolutely tremendous. Every time you need a big play, he's made it. And whether the Titans have been great, good, or bad, he's always on the field. The guy has played every single possible game you could play in his entire career, 120 out of 120 games. So he's just been a model of of everything that you could hope for as a fan. And honestly, I'm pretty happy that he gets an opportunity in his last couple of years to actually chase a championship because that's clearly not the direction the Titans were going. No, absolutely. Tyler, what are the Eagles getting in Kevin Byard? Gino and I have been discussing it on the show today. In the last few days, we felt like safety was the missing piece, a versatile guy that could play, you know, in the nickel, inside in the mm-hmm. slot, you know, play deep, somebody that can force turnovers. What are they getting in Kevin Byard? Is he that guy for this team? Well, I think in some ways, yes, but in some ways, no. So what I would say is uh, I'm interested to see how Byard fits in kind of a zone-heavy um, system. Um, where Byard has really shined throughout his career is kind of being a zone man over the middle of the field. The Titans like to play man coverage. And then if Byard can be the intermediate kind of robber, lurk defender, come down over the middle of the field, read the quarterback's eyes, break on the ball and create turnovers. That's that's how he's doing it. Now, 
he's a great safety in zone or man. He's going to be able to operate in any scheme, I'm certain. But just what he's asked to do may depend on whether he's making big turnover plays and stuff. I think he's better when he's in zone. Again, he can read the quarterback's eyes, read route combinations, use his intelligence. Uh, I think at you know 30 years old, Bayard isn't somebody who you want to put in man coverage situations against wide receivers. You don't want Kevin Byard playing one-on-one man coverage on a wide receiver. Uh, certain tight ends, I don't think he's a good matchup for either. Like a Darren Waller type, I think that might be a struggle for him because of Waller's athleticism. But you get, you know, like a Jake Ferguson from the Cowboys trying to think of people in the division, any of the tight ends for the Giants. You know, I think Kevin Byard can stick with those guys. He did a pretty decent job on Mark Andrews uh, against the Ravens, which is one of the better tight ends, but he's not, you know, an explosive athlete in, in, in any way like some tight ends are. So I think you get a guy who's really going to be able to excel um, when his eyes are on the quarterback and you don't give him too much man responsibility. But if you need him to guard some of the mid-tier tight ends in the NFL, he's going to be able to do that. But more than anything, you just have a guy who prepares the right way, going to be in the right spot, going to get his teammates in the right spot, going to be a leader even on a brand new team just by the way that he carries himself as a professional. So I think whether you talk on the field schematics or locker room politics, Bayard's a great fit for what Philadelphia is looking to do. Absolutely. One of the things that we always say is how do they fit what these Eagles are doing? Mm -hmm. If you can boil it down to just three words or a simple phrase, what is Kevin Byard? What is this guy? What is this Eagles defense going to get out of Byard? In just a simple phrase, just sell us him like a used car salesman. Oh, this thing right here. I would say it like this. Make a play. You need a play. He'll make the play. Now, this year it's been tougher for the Titans, and Bayard hasn't been, I guess, as good this year as he's been in previous years. Some of that may be some athletic regression as he turns 30. Some of that may be the Titans' defense not getting the pass rush like they have been in years past. But at the end of the day, if you put Bayard, like, and my thing is, Bayard's always been the top player, the second best player on the defense. You put him in a defense like Philly with great corners and an incredible pass rush and a good plan, from Desai, I think that he's going to be unleashed to not have so much responsibility, be able to play a little bit more free, be able to maybe take some extra risk because he's got more help and more support other ways, and he can just go make a play. Kevin Byard is going to make big turnovers for the Eagles in big games the rest of the season, and you're going to be like, man, this guy just does this all the time, does he? I, mean, I don't think he might be as prolific as he was in seasons past, but there will be yeah. times where he steps up and makes a big play in a big moment, and you'll be thankful that you have a guy who just makes a play. I was going to say, Tyler, his interception numbers are crazy since Gaudy. 2017. 8 mm-hmm. four, five, one, five, four, and that's been the missing piece for the Eagles since they let mm-hmm. Chauncey Garner-Johnson walk in free agency. Last year at this point through seven games, they had 10 interceptions. This year, they only have three, so I'm kind of hoping he does turn that part of his game around, at least this year, because he does not have an interception yet, correct? No, but uh, again, a lot of it is circumstantial. A lot of it is situational where the Titans aren't getting as much pass rush. The Titans' outside corners have been a sieve the last year and a third, 2022, and then so far this year. So why would you challenge over the middle of the field where a guy like Bayard or Imani Hooker is when you could go isolated down the sideline on a cornerback? So Bayard just hasn't had as many opportunities to create turnovers, but again, but with uh, the best defensive line in the NFL and then two incredible corners on the outside, it's going to give people less places to go. It's like, I can't avoid Kevin Byard as much as maybe I want to with the Eagles. So I think for that reason, he'll maybe be able to, 
you know, in, enhance his play because he'll have more freedom. He'll feel less responsibility to stay where he is and make sure he doesn't give up anything. I think that should open Byron up to, to make more plays. For sure. Tyler, last thing for me before, you know, if you have anything else too, I just want to know, like, why did they make this trade now? I mean, why now did they move such a core piece of this defense? You're two and four. Your starting quarterback is injured and probably not going to play for a few weeks. Yeah. The Titans have three games here, one against the Falcons at home, and then they play in primetime on the road against the Steelers, which the Steelers aren't some incredible team. But if you're a Titans fan, you know the Titans struggle with the Pittsburgh Steelers and always will, no matter what the teams are. And Steelers are plenty good enough to beat the Titans in their current state. And then after that, the Titans play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road and the Bucs are, you know, the Bucs aren't great, but they're better than what we all thought they would be at the beginning of the year, right? Based on preseason expectations. Mm -hmm. So I think the Titans are staring down the barrel of the gun of being, you know, two and six, three and seven, something like that. And if you, the trade deadline is next Tuesday. If you wait until you're two and six, well, now you can't get anything for Kevin sure. Byard, who's who's probably going to not be on the team next year based on the the contract restructure that he went through before the season. Would have been a $19 million cap hit for Kevin Byard next year to be on the Titans. He's a good player, but he's simply not worth that with their current state as a team. So this made all the sense in the world for the Titans to do this now. They probably got better value than they were going to get from anybody else with the Eagles because of the need the Eagles had. And the Eagles are in a position to take risks and maybe give up a little bit more than other sure. teams will to, to go after it. So uh, I, I think the circumstances of the Eagles, just as much as the circumstances of the Titans, made this a perfect, a perfect trade. And look, I know the A.J. Brown thing is the elephant in the room. A lot of Titans fans are very hurt because this is the Eagles. But yeah. if you're Rand Carthon, you weren't the general manager who made the A.J. Brown trade. So if the Eagles are giving you the best deal by far for Kevin Byard, you right. can't turn that down because of trades that previous GMs have made in the past. So I know there's that element too, but this was still a smart trade for the Titans. A fifth and sixth round pick, the Titans had a first, a second, a fourth, and three sevenths as a team who needs to rebuild. That's not good. So it's a fifth and a sixth. Those two together can get you a third round pick if needed. It's just a really smart move for the Titans to make right now with the circumstances. For sure. All right. I just got one last thing for you. Mm -hmm. I'm a big guy when it comes to range, when it comes to safeties. Yes. On a scale of one to 10, how good is the range of Kevin Byard? Because we watched Terrell Edmonds try to cover Tyreek Hill last night. And there's a reason he is now a Tennessee Titan. So I need yeah. to hear how this guy can get from center field over to the corner pylon. And there's a reason why I'm not including Terrell Edmonds in any discussions about the trade return. <laughs> I was going to say you didn't that's mention a, him yet. <laughs> yeah, that's a throw-in piece for depth. I do not care about that. No salary after the season? Okay, no, whatever. Yeah, deal. Not in the plan. But uh, I think I would say Byard's range is a seven and a half. At this point, eight, I'll if you're it. saying Edmonds is like it. a three or a four. You know what I mean? Byard isn't quite – Byard has never been like an explosive um, athlete. What, what is it, the RAS score and all that? Mm. He, he was never like an off-the-charts athlete, which is why he dropped to the third round in 2016 despite the playmaking ability. Um, but because of his intelligence, because of his understanding of route concepts, it gives him an extra step and a half or two steps um, – than he would normally have based on his athleticism. So his mind allows him to have range as much as his athleticism does. And I think because of his intelligence and understanding of offenses and what he needs to do in his job, he's going to be able to cover from sideline to sideline just fine. 
Tyler Rowland joining us of the Locked On Titans podcast to recap another big trade between the Eagles and the Titans. Kevin Byard sent over to Philadelphia for a fifth rounder, a sixth rounder, and although he kept them out of the discussion, <laughs> Terrell Edmonds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well. Tyler, thanks so much for joining the show, man. And hey, these are two trades in the last couple of years. Maybe we'll have another one next year. Hey, you know what? I, I hate to admit this, and Titans fans don't want to hear it, but in my growing up time, my NFC team, I always rooted for the Eagles. I've told you guys this before. I love Terrell Edmonds, love Donovan McNabb, Brian Westbrook, Brian Dawkins. I wanted to be a safety and was a safety in my short, limited football playing time uh, because I liked Brian Dawkins so much. So uh, although it's hurtful to see the Titans' best players go over to the Eagles, I can't lie. I'd rather it be the Eagles than other teams because I'm okay with the Eagles winning. For sure. That's going to do it for today's edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Shout out to our everydayers for making us your first listen Monday through Friday. For Tyler Rowland and Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening, and let's go Birds.